Oh, okay, okay, welcome <laughs> to the fourth episode of our podcast, Too Real. Um, today we're going to be reviewing The Nutcracker and The Four Realms. It, uh, these, are your, uh, these are your hosts? Yeah, these are your hosts. <laughs> Andy Nunez. <laughs> and Ali J. Sorry, I'm used to uh, Patty doing the intro, so forgive me. Let me shake no, the lead out. No, you're fine, you're fine. You are wonderful. <laughs> so, uh... This movie got a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is, I think, one of the lowest the we've lowest scores so that we've far. reviewed so far. Um, but to be fair, people on Rotten Tomatoes are assholes. I don't care who's hearing. <laughs> I don't care who knows it. You're all assholes. <laughs> but Big Baller 25, especially you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so anyway, um, the movies that are the, the actors that were in this movie were Mackenzie Fay, who's the lead actress. She plays oh, Clara. Foy. Sorry, I have terrible oh, handwriting. Oh, Foy. <laughs> Sorry, Mackenzie Foy. If you're listening, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. She's going to pop a busy-ass schedule. Kira Knightley <laughs> plays Sugar Plum. Eugenio. Oh, Eugenio Dermes? Yes. He, <laughs> it sounds a lot more pretty when she says it. No. <laughs> he plays Hawthorne. Uh, Jaden Fawara. Fawara plays Knight. And... Oh, no, no. He plays... Um, Sorry, oh, it's just the way I wrote it. He wrote he plays Captain Phillips. Okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. So is that his name? Jaden yeah. Farrell yeah, Knight. Okay, Jaden yeah. Farrell Knight as Captain Philip. Morgan Freeman as her godfather. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, that. we're just gonna. <laughs> I was hoping you would say the same thing. <laughs> and Helen Mirren as Mother Ginger. Yes, I so, love that name. All right, so let's. We're gonna go ahead and just tell you the obvious. This movie has terrible fucking reviews. <laughs> um, but one thing we would like to point out is that this movie, the target audience is children. So, <laughs> like, stick with us because, like, for what it's worth, like, the movie was entertaining. Yeah, the, there was a few plot holes, right? We can agree yeah. on that. There's a few plot holes. But for what it was, the movie was entertaining. And um, me and Alicia are gonna dive into some of the perks of this movie right so well first i think we should probably tell them like um this is nothing like the nutcracker story you've ever heard like this is nothing like that i don't think i really remember the nutcracker you know what's funny i was obsessed with it when i was like in second grade i don't know why like i have no there was like this book at my school and i would i think i checked it out for like three or four weeks straight like like, i had to return it every wednesday and i would ever i would like just check it out again because i was obsessed with it i begged my mom to take me to ballet classes but that shit was not in the it was not in the numbers. <laughs> I love it. My mom tried. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like this was, it was just one of those things that did not happen. But I was obsessed with that shit. And let me tell you, it's nothing like that. Like the Nutcracker. Like the, at least like the the random story that we all know as a Nutcracker. And by the way, everyone, excuse the noise. We are coming to you live from in and out The best place to be. Right, exactly. Episode. But yes, anyway. Yeah, this, the, uh, this story, like any of the stories that you've heard of the nutcracker like this isn't anything like that right so they just stole the name but didn't take any of the principles well, i think they took like some shit like they took the nutcracker right that's <laughs> the only thing it. that was like literal yes but they like the actual storyline is completely different i mean they came up with these um whole other worlds and 
I mean, because I think the original story, not anyone that's hearing this, and if you know the actual story, hit us up so we can correct it and, like, make an announcement in our next episode. But for what I know, I think it's based off of ballet. Like, it is yeah, based off of a nutcracker that. ballet. And so that's the part that's relevant. Stories, yeah. Okay. So. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, then. but those whole other worlds, that's completely fucking different. But that was awesome, though. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just, like, a little kid, which I am. Yeah, um, you but are like a little kid. You said I am? Yeah, yeah. I know I am. We're I'm, friends. <laughs> I'm, I'm very uh, juvenile in some sense. But uh, I loved I loved yeah, it. Yeah, I was, yeah. like, so jealous yeah, of all her outfits. And I was like, I want that. Sorry. I want that. <laughs> I want to be like her. So, right. I mean, I, I think it, it's cool because it kind of brings out your childlike innocence when you're watching it. And it just takes you back to, like, a place in your childhood. Especially because it takes place around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like this would be a good movie to watch with family um, again, like Patty said, this is not a movie that's geared towards adults. It's, de- it's geared towards um, children, so you have to be a little we have bit. To talk about sugar plum, though. Yeah, you have to be a little <laughs> bit more like lenient with it because it's gonna need to be simple enough that a kid will understand it. So they didn't make the make it too uh, oh, really complex. complex yeah. yeah, but I mean, it was very whimsical and it was very beautiful. Yeah, to look at that's the perfect word to describe it. This movie is whimsy. That's what it is. It's very much. Like we were talking, the set design is beautiful. It can make and it can make anyone dream or be imaginative. Like I can totally imagine a kid being like seven or eight years old and watching this movie and thinking like, "Oh yeah, like I want to play this." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah, like the set design was absolutely beautiful. They did a wonderful job, and I really want to. Um, we'll probably get give you more details on a post on instagram um to get find out who did the set design because that was actually like it was just gorgeous everything from like oh. the godfather's house when we come into the godfather's house all the costume designs and stuff too like mm-hmm. this little girl's walking around in these fancy ass fucking gowns like most of the characters are walking around in these crazy gowns and crazy outfits and they're all very um like alicia said whimsy they're whimsical they're fun to look at and i can see why like a child would be very much like appeal mm-hmm. it's um, definitely appealing it appeals to children or people like me that are just big ass kids yeah uh, but i mean i there was a lot for me there was a lot of um uh i just forgot the word uh symbolism i guess because um throughout the movie they show like black crows and that's typically a sign of like danger or something bad that's gonna happen so um i think they did that which was kind of cool and then they have these mice and you know mice are known oh the bunch be, of thugs yeah they're they're known to be bad and yeah, like there was untrustworthy a gang of thugs and, in that movie yeah definitely Ooh. so and it also i think with that to add to that was uh how much like we judge books by their cover exactly that yeah. showed it as, as, as usual everyone there are spoilers in this movie but yes like usually uh there's a lot of like you can say we like in the story we're kind of we automatically believe some of the characters and what they're telling us because they're beautiful and they're fun to look at and they're um and meanwhile we doubt or we think of the uglier characters if that doesn't sound totally fucked up but we think of the uglier characters as dubious and you know not really sure that you know that they're trustworthy and stuff and like alicia was saying like there's a gang of mice and i mean that symbolizes a lot of things right yeah like um being dirty or being bad or being I mean, they live in the gutter, so... Mm. Well, those are rats, but still, same type of thing where it's, like, they carry disease and 
it's something bad and the same thing with uh mother ginger like you, you know you look at her and her clowns and clowns are supposed to be known for like causing trouble and being troublemakers and so they really play up all that and it really kind of feeds into us assuming the worst and judging a book by its cover so i think this movie is cool because it tells you you can't always um judge a book by its cover and you have to like get to know someone or know the situation and just don't assume assume things because that was a big thing she assumed a certain thing and then <laughs> sorry internet uh it ended up being something else so yes agreed so yeah the story starts off with a young girl named clara and um, she, you know, her mother has passed and she, you know, she wants to, all she's left with is like this sort of fancy egg. Is that the best way to Yeah, it looks like a Fabergé egg, but it's um, metal instead of porcelain yes. or whatever. Yes. And um, she does, but she didn't leave her, this egg is locked and you, she did not leave her the key. Sounds very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> and she did not leave her the key. Goodies were on lock. Yeah, goodies were definitely on lock. So she didn't leave her the key. And um, so homegirl's really concerned. She's just like, why? I can't believe it. Like, she has a little tantrum. Cause she's like, you know, what the fuck, mom? Like, <laughs> that's exactly what she said in the movie, too. Yeah, that's exactly it what she said. It was a kid movie. She got bitch left. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> just what the kidding, fuck, everybody. <laughs> but basically, we're, we're giving you the rundown. We're giving you the five-minute gist. <laughs> just so that you know. If there's fucking, I mean, you know, if it's worth your fucking time. So, homegirl, like I said, she's pissed. She didn't get the key to this fucking egg, right? And then... And then, um, she goes to this party. To a ball. To a ball, yeah. And she doesn't want to go, but she goes. And again, it's Christmas Eve, so... Mind you, this girl's like 12, okay? She had had no choice. She had to Right. She she couldn't say, no, dad. Uh, Yeah. She tried to, but he dropped. He drug her by her hair and yeah, made her go. Basically, so she um, had it coming. Right. So she, um, so she goes to this party, and her godfather, played by Morgan Freeman, like has this like almost like a scavenger hunt where he has their the kids' names because he he got uh he's rich. Yeah, so he's he, filthy he, rich, mind you. Please pay attention to his mansion. His mansion is beautiful, and I want in. to yeah to live in a place. This is before red. MTV yeah. Cribs. Like if he would have been definitely featured on MTV Cribs. Oh, he would have definitely been featured on MTV Cribs. Like, you can already imagine. (laughs) Yeah, so he, um, he has these gifts for them, and it's like, their names are on yarn, and they have to follow the yarn to get to their gift. Uh, so her brother, I believe it is, or one of the kids gets, like, a nutcracker, and her string, she's just following it all along into, like, this forest, and she finds this, like, beautiful tree, with uh, snow, like a Christmas tree everybody wants. Yeah. And um, the key to the... To the magical egg. Is there. Is hanging by the tree, which makes you wonder what her godfather's priorities were because he could have just given her the damn key before some little... Well, and then this comes in where it is snatched by a thug. A little mice. <laughs> a little mouse. Well, a group of mice, technically. Right? Yeah, well, exactly. It was a couple of, yeah, it was a couple of mice snatched this key and clara our main character is running around through the forest and she's you know trying to chase these mice down and um she the mouse one of the one of the one of the mice crosses the bridge and when she's about to cross the bridge enter the nutcracker which is actually played by a black guy which is kind of cool because his makeup was like yeah i mean it looks so realistic like he looked like he really was a nutcracker come to life and the 
I think a lot of times uh, with African Americans, like sometimes the, the makeup is not always like on point, but his was like flawless and he looked, he's a man or a, a uh, I don't know how old he is, but he looked like so beautiful. His <laughs> makeup yeah, he was, was like, beautiful. Like, yeah, he, was... he really did look like a, a, a fancy toy like you get at Christmas and it's like you want to play with it, but like you're afraid you might, doll, yeah. Yeah, you might break it. So it's like, oh, this is a toy for you, but it's yeah. not one you can play with. Let, if, you, if you're going to take anything from this episode, let it be that that man or that kid, whatever, we couldn't tell what age. He could have been 47, he could have been 12, honestly. <laughs> he was beautiful, okay? And he, like, again, he tells like oh you can't cross this bridge like and she's like what bitch why you know and she's <laughs> basically she she's like my name's clara whatever her last name is and he's like okay all right well, i don't know it was you my bad your your <laughs> highness so he gives he lets her through but then she gets well i'm not gonna go into detail yeah about that. i feel like point, we're gonna tell yeah we're gonna to yeah so the whole point is like i said this character she enters these realms right so she Upon discovering that her mother was a queen to one of the to the realms, right? She was yeah, queen to all of them. To the whole land. Yeah, to the whole land. Um, you know, she's persuaded by a few of the char- or one of the characters in particular, who again is like this beautiful. What's she's played by Kira Knightley? She's beautiful, but her voice is annoying us. And she made everything overly sexual. Like we all yeah. talked about that. Like she was just like, oh, this is so delicious. <laughs> I was a bitch. Yeah, it's a she, children's movie. <laughs> right. But she, I mean, she was trying to lure people with her goodies, her sweet goodness. Her sweet goodness. Her cotton candy hair. Boy, did she. Let's and just boy, say that. Yeah, boy, yeah. So, so, like I said, you know, she's got, she's playing puppet master over here. And um, our main character, she set out, like, her whole mission was to find this key so that supposedly she could save it from this character named Mother Ginger, who's supposed to be the bad person in this movie. But as it turns out, things aren't exactly always what they seem, right? Yeah, exactly. So homegirl's, uh, homegirl just, let's just say she fucked up. <laughs> so once she, you know, she fucks up and then, well, basically that that's, that's the movie. <laughs> okay, but I'll say one part that was really cool is that towards the beginning after she gets to the, to the world, um, Sugar Plum tells her like, oh, we need to tell you the story about the four realms and what's going on. In our land now and it's cool because misty copeland like black ballerina very famous very beautiful very elegant very like just on it she um she's playing the ballerina from the nutcracker so they're showing like the story of the four lands through her through her dancing see that's another one of those plot holes like where did who agreed that this mother ginger had done that she was in the play she was in the ballet so then it's like, who agreed to this, you know? Like, were the other guys? Like, we don't really get a lot of saying what happened with, you know what I mean? Like, what happened with Mother Ginger? Well, she was if you, made the, the play person. shows the mice and that the, she was controlling the mice to take over the land and to be bad. Oh. That's how she portrayed Yeah, but how was this decided, though? You know what I mean? Like, who decided this? The other guys, too? I don't know. See, that's She was I, manipulation by the yeah. by her sweet goods again yeah she, she was able to sweet goods <laughs> yeah she was able to uh use those sugar plums yeah so to, see, her advantage. to her advantage so see that's what we say like when we say this movie is definitely like a movie that is geared towards um kids wouldn't question this shit yeah <laughs> it'd be like, like oh, yeah cool. take it yeah which i mean was it was a beautiful movie and it was like for what it was it was entertaining i wasn't bored at all no but it, there it, was some questions yeah i, I wasn't questions bored raised. at one moment i i mean i enjoyed the whole thing but yeah. at the same time 
it's not my favorite child movie and I think there's other movies that were done better as far as having a stronger uh, plot mm -hmm. uh, but overall I mean I think it's a cute movie to see with your kids as an adult would, would I spend however much the movie tickets are now 10 12 bucks to go see this movie Probably not. We should have waited till it was on Redbox. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like one of those movies that you watch for Netflix. But, I mean, if you have kids, it's great to take them. But as an adult, I would save my money and maybe go to another, like a more adult movie. Yes. Because that's one of the... I can't remember where I read that. It was, it was an article that talked about how um, the like the ballet that's in the movie like even that wasn't enough like to entertain the adults like accompanying kids and stuff so i kind of agree to that because to some extent it's like you're not gonna get out of there thinking like fuck like i just love this amazing movie like you know what i mean like it doesn't touch you in that way it's, it's more just like it has, stunning yes it is. i mean in theory this movie should have worked out because it had Every, all the ingredients to a really great movie, like amazing set design, like beautiful wardrobe, like wonderful actors. The little girl, she was really good. She was a good actress. Yeah, um, uh, it had, uh, like in itself, like it had all the magic and you would expect from a movie like Disney, but it just didn't there was something missing it didn't seem like it was a disney movie to be honest it, it seems like it like was a i didn't even know it was a disney until you just said it because yeah that's not the kind of stuff that disney normally puts out for me i mean when i think about movies that are kind of like that they can be visually stunning and also great like i think about fantastical beasts i think about all the harry potter movies i think about alice in wonderland and oh, but fantastic beasts is universal i know but i'm just saying oh, overall like saying as far as being visually stunning and being yeah. a kid movie because those movies and hugo i was telling patty uh some of the stuff with the clockworks and stuff reminded me of hugo and that's a movie it's a kid's movie too but that's a movie that i would see over and over again i wouldn't just see it because i'm taking my nephews to go see it i would just right. want to see it so i mean this movie i would only see again if i was with my um nephews and i was watching it with them or i was wa watching it with kids but there are other movies where even though it's a kid movie i would love to watch it so i mean this wasn't unfortunately wasn't one of those that i would say stands alone and adults would just watch the movie right together. and again it's like it has everything to be a great movie yeah like it has really um you know it has great music it has a great sound uh sound score it was actually made by the same person james newton howard who also did the movie score for fantastic beast um red sparrow and the huntsman i mean it was beautiful in itself but again there was just something that didn't click all something, the way yeah that was something missing. i feel like they focus more on the wardrobe and everything else than the actual yeah. plot they kind of just threw that together last yeah minute. it felt like that like they felt were overcompensating rushed. for the very dullish plot i want to say dullish plot but i want to say it's just it's it's missing that that quirk the, those corners that you need to turn in order to make it something surprising and engaging i know there wasn't to be honest there was not not a lot of um like lead up a lot of uh <laughs> yeah like a climax the yeah. there wasn't there wasn't a lot leading up to the climax and then once it happened it was just like okay and a sudden fall yeah like there bye. Was, yeah, yeah it, it wasn't really like where you're on the edge of your seat waiting to see what was going to happen. It was just like, okay, here's what, here's the plot twist. Okay, and credits. I mean, it wasn't 
to me like the thing that kind of made the movie like entertaining was the little mouse because he was so cute and you're like what is he gonna do next what what's going on with him yeah i feel like he was the one who was kind of leading the he could have had his own movie to be honest with you (laughs) yeah exactly i'm like is that is that ratatouille like this guy's got a lot of charisma nothing yeah ratatouille had nothing on him i mean sure ratatouille could cook but whatever (laughs) (laughs) so i mean i guess there's not is there much more to say about this so i think that's it you guys um we'll post a link to well we'll post we'll make a post about like the set design because i do think that credit is deserved there i mean and again the actors were great like i I said it had all the ingredients just fell short a little flat it's like they missed they forgot the salt or they forgot the the pepper the pepper something they forgot something was a little bit uh lacking yes but yeah, with that, guys, as usual, uh, don't forget to um, follow us on Instagram. Uh, follow us on underscore T O O R E E L to real. Yes, and then you know, send us an email, send us um, a message on Instagram, or review our podcast. Give us some sort of, you know, give us some feedback just to know how we're doing. And other than that, we might have some exciting news coming up soon for those people that are more uh, engaged to, you know, the, the, the visual side of things. Yes, the visual side of things. Thank you, Alicia. <laughs> yeah, we'll have some news about that soon, we hope. And with that, I think that's it. Bye. Bye.